Right, hello and welcome to the Powerhouse Performance Club podcast with me, Liam Louth. So today I just want to try, and I say try because I appreciate how hard things are at the moment now in terms of your normal routines and your habits and your structures. And it's very easy to just sit on the settee and wait until this quote-unquote blows over or ends or lockdown's lifted. But I don't know about you or us, but we we knew the lockdown was never going to get lifted anyway, and I hope that was the case for you. It shouldn't have come as a great surprise. You know, measures were likely to be relaxed and released over a long period of time, much more than they were about to be kind of just released overnight, clicking your fingers back and everything returns back to normal. So that was never going to realistically happen. But if you thought that, like, let's let's just get back to work and move on. Because it's important that we do something, whether it's, you know, going for long walks, whether it's like our free boot camps, you know, coaching on the SGPT model, whatever it is, we've got, we've got to keep moving in some way, shape or form because this issue isn't going to go away overnight. So we can't let it continue to hold us back or bring us down. But at the same time, because everything's just changed pretty much overnight, a lot of us are struggling with motivation, with routines, with habits, with our mindset. So I just want to talk a bit about all that and just hopefully I can convince a few people to get back to work and get moving. So like in, in terms of motivation, motivation is the thing that gets you started. It gets you going. So we're often motivated at the start of a journey when we decide to lose weight or we have a health scare or we sign up to a marathon or a Spartan race, whatever it is, there's obviously a big spark that's kind of just made you take a big action, like hiring a coach, joining a gym, whatever it is. And something's built up towards that, but there's often that big mindset shift that you want to see changes. But motivation isn't isn't this thing that kind of never drops off and never dwindles. It's not a finite resource. It just gets you started. So even some of the best athletes in the world and some of the people you probably look up to, like they have down days. They have days when they can't really be bothered or they don't really fancy training or they're not well recovered, but they have some structure, they have some systems, they have some habits and routines. And if you don't have them, eventually when your motivation dips, you're just going to not train. And it might be just one session, which isn't the end of the world. It might be a week, which isn't the end of the world, but it can soon come a, a month or six weeks or whatever it is. And then you start to drop off. You start to regress. The longer you have off, the harder it is to get back to it. So it's important that we don't rely solely on motivation because it's going to fail you eventually. It just will. Whereas if we create habits, routines and structures, if we get the sessions in the diary, if we commit to a process, we're much more likely to get a better result and to keep ourselves ticking over through these strange times. So you've got to have someone or something holding you accountable. Now, it might just be, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the apps that are out there that are going to kind of pop up with a notification, get your workout done. It might be that you, you do the body coaches workouts or the free Facebook lives or whatever it is, but you put them in the diary and you commit to doing them. It might be that you do the SGPT stuff with us and you block out the sessions and you commit to them. It might just be that you tell your friends and family what you're up to and you'd go out running two or three times a week. But if you don't tell anyone what you're up to, if you don't have anyone hold you accountable, whether it's an app, a program or a person or a coach, then you, you're probably going to procrastinate and it will just be a nice idea. A lot of people would like in an ideal world 
to lose a bit of fat, feel a bit healthier, get a bit fitter, whatever it is, improve your conditioning or get strong. But it's often just a nice idea unless you commit to a process and you have someone holding you accountable or something. So it doesn't have to be a, a person necessarily. It's not necessarily a pitch to work with Powerhouse at all, but you know where we are if you do. You know, it might just be that you tell everyone on your social media account that you're going to do a half marathon in, I don't know, 20 weeks or 12 weeks or something like that. But you're going to start training today. It might be that you tell your partner that you're sick of the, the slow weight creep of lockdown and you're going to start addressing it now. But until you've opened your mouth and told someone or you've wrote a post or you've put it in your diary, until you've wrote it down in paper or spoken word, then you're probably not going to do it. And I'd love you to prove me wrong. But just having this goal in the back of your head and not telling a single person in most cases will result in you not doing it. Now, there's probably a very small amount of people that are laser-focused robots and, and they might just do that. But I think most people need someone or something to hold them accountable. So your mindset then is basically what you're willing to do. So if you've got a strong mindset, you'll be willing to run even though it's pissing down. If you've got a strong mindset, you'll be able to handle you know, the situations of the world right now. So it's not that one person has a strong mindset, one has a weak mindset, and that's it. We can work on our mindset, we can work on our discipline, we can work on willpower and habits. And all we've got to really do is just stack small wins. As you stack these wins, it sounds cheesy saying this, but you're kind of casting a vote for who you want to be. And I hate saying it but because it just sounds cheesy, but it's actually true. So if you're the kind of person who, I don't know, turns down the cake or you're the kind of person who runs in the rain just find something that relates to your goals if you if you keep doing that the more you do that the more you become that person whereas if you're the person who who always cancels the run because it's raining if you're the person who always kind of cancels the session last minute on zoom if you're the kind of person who you know always has the biscuit when they're offered then you're casting a vote to be that person in six weeks in six months in six years so you've got to you got to cast votes to be not necessarily someone else, that sounds a bit too extreme, but to be the person you want to be in the future. I'm not talking about your personality and stuff. You can still be the same person, but achieve your goals. You can be the same person and be healthier. You can be the same person, lose weight. You can be the same person and be fitter, but you've got to cast votes for it. So if you get yourself out for a run in the rain, you're casting a vote for being a runner, if that makes sense. So if running's important to you right now, or if like me, you're running because the gyms are closed and you're getting a bit into it, then start casting votes to be a runner so get out there and run whether it's raining whether it's sunny whether it's windy just get out there and do it every time you force that and and in the early days you probably are forcing it but every time you do that it will slowly become a habit it will become a routine it will be a part of who you are at least for this lockdown period when you can stop but it will keep you motivated once the motivation runs out because everyone can start well on a diet everyone can start well on a new program Everyone can start well on a running routine, but they often don't finish well. They often get bored, frustrated along the way. So we've got to work on our mindset and we've got to stack our wins. We've got to remove negative self-talk. So if you tell yourself you, you struggle with X, Y or Z, if you tell yourself you can't run, if you tell yourself you can't stick to a diet, then you're going to be right. It does have to start with you, unfortunately. So it's no good us believing in you if you don't. We can try and convince you, but it, it, you need to believe it's possible. You need to believe it's realistic. And if it's not now, you know, think longer term. But if you walk into something like, oh, I can't run, I can't, I can't die, I can't do this, I can't commit to that, 
then you're probably never going to do it. And it's just a nice idea. So you need to maybe be realistic with your goals, but also you need to remove the self-talk and just believe in yourself a bit more. Uh, in terms of commitment, then it's commitment what keeps you going. So you could commit to sessions with us and tell us what days you're going to train. You can check in with us and that commitment will keep you going when the motivation runs out. So it's not just about being motivated. You know, myself, Darren and Josh, we're not like motivated at all times, but often we've committed to a goal, whether it's a, a 24-hour charity event or it's a race or a Spartan race. Because we're committed to it, we force ourselves to do it when we're not motivated. So motivation is just the thing that makes you sign up to the event, the charity event or the race or the marathon. It's the commitment of that. As it comes round, because it's got a time deadline, it makes you want to take action despite the rain, despite you know the weekend birthday party or whatever, and you've had a few drinks and you're hungover. It makes you want to still get out there and do it because you know that time time is creeping round. So if you're setting goals without a time deadline, often it's going to be easy to procrastinate and you never quite achieve the weight loss or the fitness that you want or need. So set a timeline. And self-control then is about controlling your emotions and behaviour. So people throw the words motivation, commitment, discipline and control almost like they mean the same thing and they do mean slightly different things. So self-control is about you controlling your emotions and behaviour. So... I don't want to get too deep with it, but I'm, I'm thinking more about, you know, like weight loss and fitness and stuff like that. So it's about controlling how you feel. So are you eating because you're stressed and bored on lockdown or are you eating because you're hungry? You know, are you, are you drinking every other night because you're stressed or because you're socialising with family and friends or what is it? Is it an issue or is it something you're enjoying? Is it something you're in control of? So we can improve our self-control again by stacking wins. So if you, if you say, right, I'm only going to drink on a Saturday night or only on a Friday night, or I'm not going to drink all month. Every week you do that, you begin casting votes for someone who's more in control of their emotions and got better self-control. And it doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. It doesn't mean you're going to be a monk. It just means you've got better self-control. And we, we can work on self-control just like we work on acquiring skills and fitness and strength. You know, you're not this person who has poor self-control and this person who has great self-control. You can learn it through habits. Uh, next, I want to talk about discipline then. So discipline is about delaying gratification. So when you eat a cake, it tastes nice. You know, quite often people drink, it makes them feel good for, for a short amount of time, at least, maybe not the next day. When we, you know, when we skip a run and we couldn't be bothered, it feels nice to have a lazy day. But we'd, we'd, if we delay the gratification, we often get further towards our goals or sometimes further even in life. So it's about saying no to the quick win and the easy win, if you like, of the cake tasting nice, of the sofa being comfy, you know, of the junk food, of the sleeping. But discipline is about delaying that gratification. So if you get out of bed early and go for, get your steps in, or you make a nice breakfast, or you train with us at 6am, you're delaying the gratification and you're more likely to succeed with your goals. So don't get them mixed up and just try and work on your discipline. Every time you get out of bed at 6am, you're casting a vote for your future self towards your goals. You're the kind of person who gets up at 6am. You're more likely to be successful in your goals if you get up at 6am and you walk or you make a nice breakfast compared to when you've been getting up at 9am or 8am or you've been skipping breakfast and then binging at lunch and eating too much or you've not trained all day so you've got sluggish promised yourself you'd train at night and then not trained because we're hearing this a lot the whole point of this podcast is because 
we are seeing clients struggle with motivation and definitely not everyone at all. And some people are, are absolutely smashing it as normal, but some people do need a bit of help. And I hope this podcast helps at least one person. So let, let me know if it does or let us know. It'd be nice to know. But, you know, it, it's not a negative if you're struggling during a global pandemic. You know, it's a, I hate the word because it's, it's so overused, but it's an unprecedented time. It, we've never seen anything like it in my lifetime. And it's just crazy. And you're not a robot, so you can't completely react to this and get over it overnight. So some of you are going to struggle with motivation, commitment and routines when you're not in the gym. And it's perfectly cool. But what's important is that you try and address it early on. So like, I did a post yesterday on my, on my own kind of social media and it wasn't necessarily a powerhouse thing. But at what point do you draw the line between like going backwards? So I think if you gain a few pounds during a global pandemic, it's it's perfectly justifiable and not the end of the world. But with yesterday's announcement about the, the five different levels and how long it's going to likely take to get back to some sense of normality... How long are we prepared to go backwards and keep losing strength and keep losing fitness and keep gaining weight and keep feeling sluggish and low energy, low mood? Because we know if we train, even if it's random exercise on Facebook Lives or whatever, or structured sessions, we know we feel better afterwards. We know we make better eating decisions generally afterwards. We tend to spend our time more productively and we tend to have a better outlook on life post-exercise so it can be a bit of a vicious cycle if we're drinking every night, if we're eating food aimlessly and mindlessly and not really tracking things or paying attention. And you don't have to count calories, but you do have to pay attention a little bit. Because right now, if you're sitting in your house, and I appreciate some people are working you know, in the NHS and stuff, at Powerhouse and people who are not even at Powerhouse as well, family and friends. But if, we're, if we've been furloughed, let's just say, we're probably moving less, even though you can get out and exercise, you're probably moving less than you used to in most cases. So your energy requirements have dropped off a bit, but you likely haven't addressed that. And you're probably eating a bit more, drinking a bit more, snacking a bit more because you're always in the house. The boundaries are, bit, are being blurred between your workplace and your relaxing home environment. So these extra snacks and the fact you're not moving as much kind of lead to a weight creep, if you like. So nobody decides to gain weight or no one decides to gain fat, very, very rarely at least. So it happens when we're not paying attention. So we're just saying yes to the biscuits, we're saying yes to the booze, we're not walking, and very, very slowly, without making a conscious decision, you slowly gain a weight week after week, but you won't actually notice it to a point you want to make a change until it's a little bit too late, and then you've got to spend 10, 12 weeks you know, three or four months to lose it. So what I do want to do, if this does sound like you, I'd like you to address it now. You know, I don't care whether you're doing the body coach, you do another gym locally, or whether you, you sign up for us, or just go walking every day with your kids, your dog or your partner, whatever it is. But you've got to do something. Like movement should be non-negotiable. Training might not be for everyone, but movement should be non-negotiable. You know, you might maybe don't want to count calories, but having some sort of like routine and structure around your diet might help you know some some rules and red lines some some kind of habits and structures but please don't just kind of have no have no kind of set time that you're gonna eat because you'll often snack like non-stop in the house because there's no boundaries so try and set some routine breakfast lunch and dinner times you know try and commit to a walk a day whether it's before work or when the kids are in bed or after work try and make that non-negotiable and the training's almost like the icing on the cake the training's going to help you progress, stop you going backwards. 
it's going to give you a bigger bigger room for manoeuvre, if you like, with your diet and more kind of room to sneak in the treats or the booze or whatever it is that your vices are. It's going to make you feel better. You know, we get an endorphin rush after exercise. So you're not going to convince us at Powerhouse that like the movement side of things is non-negotiable. We don't care whether it's yoga or hit, but you've got to do something. So I think that's probably enough now, but just just remember why you started. So everyone comes with a stereotypical answer like, oh, I want to lose a bit of fat. But often there's a deeper reason. Is it like a health concern? Is it a confidence issue? You know, I don't want to go deep and attend to my psychiatrist or anything like that, but there's often a reason why. And it, maybe it's not just one, but have a think about it. And when you do, you'll realise once this ends, that why, the reason why you want to change is still going to be there. So at what kind of, in what kind of state are you going to be once it's all blown over, if you like? And I hate using that word, but where will you be in terms of your goal? Because you're still going to have that why. Your goals will likely still be the same, but you'll probably be further away from them unless we address things now. So you don't have to start training every single day. You know, rest days are important, but I'd like you to at least just have some control over your diet and just go for a walk every day and then watch how your other decisions like training become a bit easier. So any questions or if you're struggling with anything, don't be shy to reach out to us at Powerhouse. We're more than happy to engage and we're not going to hit you with a hard sell or anything like that. But let us know what, what, what you're struggling with and it'll help us like produce content, if you like, that might help you or people in similar situations. And as always, thanks for listening to this. Hope we didn't bore you to death and stay positive and keep moving. And that's it. I'll see you later. See you next time. Thanks for listening.